0: Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now. For your Hello host everyone, and Paul Markey and welcome to episode 19 of the Ortho Valpal podcast. I'm your host Paul Markey and I am really excited today about this episode because this is a program that I developed and um found a real big need for this and I'm so excited because it's been successful with all the patients that we've done it with and I really really hope that we can start Um, a a new process here, something that you as therapists and mid-level providers and and even orthopedic surgeons can really do to help patients. And it's very, very simple. So the name of this podcast is called the three-day post-op shoulder program. All right. And let me start with uh, the the fact that we see tons and tons of post-op rotator cuff patients. Excuse me. And one of the things you need to look at is, you know, you have your total knee replacement patients, total hip replacement patients, and what do they get after surgery? So they have surgery, they get immediate post-operative care for maybe three, four days, a couple days. Um, And then they may get home care therapy. They may go to an outpatient or a skilled rehab center, and then they get guidance. Okay. And they get that guidance until they get to the outpatient center. And then you get even more guidance from a physical therapist. So The reason I started this was because we have had so many patients, especially who've had shoulder surgery for anything from rotator cuff repairs to total shoulder replacements to reverse total shoulder replacements. And this is what happens. They go in. It's usually a one day surgery. So they have surgery. They're kind of in the numbs. So they're given some instructions, maybe a handout. And then um, they're placed into the sling. Uh, which is what happens with most of those folks. And you know what it's like trying to put a sling on a body that's been anesthetized, okay, or a person that's been anesthetized. It's awful. They're sloppy. They're really not with it. And it's very, very hard and difficult to do. The patient is sent home. So the patient goes home and may come back for a follow-up in a, in a week to 10 days to have some sutures removed. And uh, then they may go home again. Now, we see some patients a couple of weeks after surgery in the outpatient clinic Um And there are other providers that like to send patients only at six to eight weeks after shoulder surgery. And those people come in and they're miserable. They have bags under their eyes. They're tired. They're they're uncomfortable. They have a lot of pain. They sleep in a recliner the whole time. They just can't get comfortable. Some of them, I've seen people go almost four weeks to five weeks without even washing because they said, my doctor told me I cannot take my sling off, and therefore I didn't. And you get into that armpit, it's macerated, it's broken down, and, and it doesn't smell very good, and it's a nightmare, and these people are totally uncomfortable. So what I developed was what we call a three-day post-op shoulder program in our facility Um The, the, the orthopedic surgeon will send the patient at, you know, two to three, four days after surgery, but three days is a great time because the patient had a chance to go home. Try a few things and, uh, then they come to us. They're a little more cognizant. They're over the anesthesia. They can ask appropriate questions and we can really, really use this time as a teaching moment. Now, in our facility, we don't bill for this. We do this as a, as a gratis thing for the patient. Uh, they usually end up coming back to see us anyway afterwards. And, um, and then we can really guide them from there. But what this does is it, gives the patient a a real increased level of comfort knowing what they can and can't do. Okay. And, um, they feel better. They feel better when they leave after that third post-op day. Um, just because everything fits better. The sling is better. They know what they they can do as far as where their arm can be positioned. Um, so we use it as a teaching moment. First thing I do though, when they walk into the clinic on that third day is, um, we do a sling adjustment. 95% of the time they come in, that sling is on wrong. I've seen the bumper put on backwards. I've seen the arm placed in the complete internal rotation up against the belly when it needs to be in a neutral position. Um, I've seen all kinds of things. The straps are not in the right position. The hand is hanging off the edge of the sling. The wrist is uncomfortable. So the first thing I do is I totally adjust that sling for them. I cut straps and I put it so that is is just in the right position, okay? And I need to have that elbow suspended a little bit so the shoulder can actually rest so the, the, the humeral head isn't just hanging out of the glenoid and that it's being um, suspended a little bit for some rest. We teach them how to uh, put a shirt on and off. So we always have a family member there with them. We teach them how to do that safely. We talk to them about the do's and don'ts. You know, if they've had a supraspinatus, infraspinatus repair, we don't want them actively flexing and abducting the arm. So we teach them what active range of motion is. Okay. We tell them that they can't do that. But if they have somebody at home, a wife or a husband or a daughter or son who can lift the arm for them while they take the sling off, um, that is fine. Okay. And then they have relief knowing that they can get out of this sling and still be safe. Um, The other thing we can do is we can inspect their incision to make sure they're not developing some sort of infection. There isn't an excessive amount of drainage going on. Um, And then we talk to them about sleeping position. Now, oftentimes people like to start off in a recliner. So we teach them how to Put pillows in the correct area behind the shoulder, underneath the arm, underneath the elbow to help prevent the arm from going into excessive extension because that's always quite uncomfortable for patients. And then we teach them how they can actually get more comfortable in a bed uh, with uh, proper uh, positioning of pillows. We also talk to them about showering and um, positioning. You know, we get them into an old sling, a cheap sling you can get at uh, Walmart or any of those places, and roll up a towel, put it under their arm, get in the shower, do their thing, and then dispose of that or not dispose of it but wash that old sling uh, afterwards and get back into their dry, uh, clean one. And um, so we teach them about all these little things. It takes, you know, maybe half an hour or so. But it's invaluable. The people come in, they look miserable, they leave, and they, they they've they're appreciative. They have less pain already just because of a better sling position, and they now know what they can and can't do at home until they start their formal course of therapy. I usually give them my card with my number on it, so if they have any questions between that third post-op day and the time they start PT or OT, uh, then they can give us a ring and uh, we can answer any of their questions. So what we've done at our web uh, at our company is we've developed a series of video series of eight different things you should do after post-op shoulder. So we will send them to those videos also, if they have any questions or if they live in a real, real rural area, the physician might even refer them to the website so that they can, um, take a look at this if they can't get into the clinic on the third day after, um, One uh, quick note that I want to put out there for providers, physical therapists, occupational therapists, and especially uh, family practice providers, such as nurse practitioners and PAs. If your patient comes in two to three, even four weeks after a rotator cuff repair, it's not a good idea to actively have them lift their arm just to see how well they're doing. Okay. Um, if they've had a, a supraspinatus, infraspinatus repair, you could easily tear that back off the uh, shoulder. Or if um, they've had a subscapularis repair, we don't want to be resisting internal rotation or having them reach behind their body that could re tear that. So we need to be very cautious about that. Um, and, and then allow the therapist and or the um, surgical physician to. Um, ask the patient to actively do the uh, range of motion when the time is right, depending on the size of the tear and the progression of the rehab. So that's just a little tidbit of information I think is very important. I see a lot of patients come in after two weeks and say, yeah, my provider asked me to lift my arm as high as I could. And then they were miserable uh, for two three weeks after that because there was so much pain and inflammation. So um if you if you'd like more information about our post op protocol get in touch with us at orthoavalpal.com. go to our um get in touch page and uh, actually I'll put that link in the show notes today so you can click on that if you want more info or an outline of this uh, I'd be more than happy to uh, send that over to you and um even uh, probably throw in a link or two of uh, some of our videos that we have done for our patients um, so any questions about that please feel free to get in touch with me I'd love a, uh, you know, a, a rate and review on iTunes, that would be awesome and um, I hope you enjoy the, the, the program and the content, I've got a lot, lots more to come I can't believe we're already coming up to episode 20 already and um, we will see you then, take care we hope you've enjoyed the show, for some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com can't wait to see you there